What's up, everyone? I'm Katherine Rudder, and you're listening to Life in the Fast Chain. On this episode, we have Ryan Rugg from R3 talking about the insurance industry. That rhymed and was completely unintentional. Uh, we also have Austin Moothart, also from R3, so we have an R3-heavy uh, episode talking about flows and what that means to Corda. So listen up, Austin's up first, and we have a great episode ahead. Due to popular demand, Austin Moothart is back sitting with me in the studio. Thank you for joining me, Austin. It is lovely to be back. I'm so glad you had me here. Yeah, of course. Uh, I see you're in your R3 sweatshirt today. I, I love it. You're in uniform. Exactly. Fresh from Corticon with brand new swag. It's it's the way to be now. Yeah, we had some good stuff there. So uh, how was your Corticon experience? It was exhilarating. Uh, it was a lot of people from all around the world who are mm-hmm. Corda aficionados and experts, and it was amazing. I've never seen that many experts on Corda gathered in one room and yeah. it was rapt attention, and we talked about some deep, convoluted stuff. It was great. Tech Day and Dev Day were convoluted. awesome. Convoluted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you can say that again. <laughs> is that the reason I'm here? I, th- I feel like yeah, it is, is maybe. Yeah, that is why you're yeah. here, because you, ha- you have to unpack these convoluted things mm-hmm. for uh, for myself and the listeners. But yeah, Corticon was amazing. It was electric. Yeah, it really the energy was infectious. I still I got goosebumps, you know, just standing there at the beginning going, "Wow, this is this really is a movement. There's a lot of energy behind this and it's it really it makes it feel really good." Yeah, I was saying to a a friend coworker, I was like, "Do you really feel like blockchain is like changing the world because today and the day after I was like because I feel like we're changing the world, mm-hmm. and I totally am bought in on all of that. Yeah, we're, we're, we're you know we like to drink the Kool Aid here, right? Because we we oh live I'm and drunk this. on Kool Aid, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but it, but in a real way, you know, it, it it will change the world, but it's going to do it in such a quiet way, no one's going to notice, right? That's yeah. kind of the the blessing and the curse of working on a back end product, right? Is no one actually sees the changes, right? Because yeah. these are all back office things that are happening, so it's a very quiet change. Yeah, I've heard a lot. Um, of people saying how, like, yeah, we, we hope this technology, we think this technology is going to change the world, but but do so very quietly, and no one will know that it's the technology yes. changing the world. It's not nearly as exciting as talking about machine learning and AI and Terminator, no. right? You don't get those buzzy headlines, but that's okay. Yeah. We still have a huge impact. We kind of get roped into those things a little bit, though, mm-hmm. which is kind of nice because now people are understanding more. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, AI and all that stuff, IoT. Yeah. <laughs> And I don't miss being asked about Bitcoin and Ethereum all the time anymore now, because right now that yeah. that's calmed down, it's just, yeah, we're just, it's just blockchain now. Yeah. It's much calmer. You're just behind the scenes, behind the scenes, yeah. Austin. Cool. <laughs> People are going to start calling you behind the scenes, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing, yeah. yeah. Um, so let's get into something that I don't really understand that I would love some clarity on. Sure. What's on your mind today? Uh, I, I want to talk about flows, because right. I was looking through things and I'm trying to... Uh, I wanted to pick something good that we can talk about that would be helpful for a lot of people to learn about. And I think that's a good one. Sure. We'll get in the flow with Corda. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Did Sounds... you have that teed up? <laughs> I, might have, <laughs> yeah. I might have practiced. <laughs> I love it. I love it. This is why we keep you around, Austin. Thanks. So tell me a little bit about flows. Sure. Yeah. So the Corda is based on what's called a peer-to-peer protocol. Mm-hmm. And so if, if you ever torrented, or maybe we won't go on record saying as torrented things, right? That's where you kind of communicate from one commu- computer to another. Mm-hmm. And that's actually kind of a hard thing to do to actually communicate between two machines. And so as part of building Corda, we needed to establish a way that 
machines could communicate. So if you remember from last time, the last podcast, we talked about nodes, right? Mm -hmm. So you actually have to facilitate communication between those two nodes. And the flow framework is what provides that communication. So mm -hmm. we actually call it an orchestration of sending messages between these nodes okay. at a high level. So in the event that, you know, as we talked about, right, this is back office stuff, right? This is syndicated lending. This is identity. This is trade finance. When those events occur, mm -hmm. we need to send messages to come to consensus about those agreements, right? That we agree to work on this loan or we agree to finance this supply, mm -hmm. right? Things like that. And so what it'll do is that it'll actually send those messages between the nodes in a way that it can take as long as it wants um, at as much time as needed and wait for the other party to, to agree. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. It's very straightforward. Now, it, from a technical implementation side, it gets very complicated because... Of course it yeah. does. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is easy to understand. And then boom. Boom. Yeah. So from a technical perspective, it's really exciting. It's actually almost a full product unto itself. Uh, we actually, some people use the flow framework purely by itself, even without the blockchain portion, just to communicate between two nodes because it's a hard problem to solve. Hmm. And the reason it's a hard problem to solve is that it might take weeks to get a response. And normal communication is done in a way that it usually goes within a 60-second window. Mm -hmm. And so the flows are very resilient to what we call downtime, right? If a node goes down or if someone's away, that these things will actually pause and wait for a very long time. Okay. Yeah, and it's using some really cool technology called Quasar under the hood. Which Quasar? Quasar, How yeah. do you spell that? Do it's, you know? It's like the, astronomic, <laughs> uh, the astronomy body for a star, right? So it's Q-U-A-S-A-R. Why is it called that? That's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> I always ask you why. And there's a running theme here, which is that computer scientists <laughs> choose funky. weird names. But this one actually kind of like this one. It has a, I like it a yeah, lot. Yeah. Quasar. Quasar, yeah. And it's doing some fancy work to actually store the state of communication on the nodes so that it can be reinstated once the response comes back eventually. Okay. Flow yeah. framework. I like it. That one just sank right in. I like that, it. It did. I, I'm not asking you a million I know. questions. I was waiting for 10 questions. <laughs> well, it's because me. I'm not the one implementing it, Yeah, like you said. That's all right. We'll get you into training. We'll get you certified, and then you'll know way much, much more about it. Oh, I'm going to have to get certified, aren't I? I'm going to hold you to that. I really <laughs> want to. You and Chase, too. You put him on the hook, too. I did put him on the hook, but he's definitely further along than me. Okay. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. Um, for certification, like, do I have to like code a lot of stuff? Nothing. Oh, you don't? It's multiple choice. Oh. Yeah. We just increased my odds. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't do that to you. I wouldn't make you code <laughs> anything. That would be cruel. Okay, so it's like learning about Corda, just the platform. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. I genuinely thought I was going to have to take a coding test, which, by the way, I was thinking I would be better than the layperson because of our website and all the stuff I have to do with our website. Exactly. I've mentioned it before, but I was like, oh, maybe I can do this. But now that I know that it's multiple choice. Yep. It's code osmosis, right? Just by being yeah. surrounded by us all day. Yeah. You can listen to yeah. us dr <laughs> Drowning drivel on, on for yeah, hours and hours. Yeah. Yeah. In. Wow. That wasn't even a plug for a quarter uh, certification, but now it is. But yeah, I right. genuinely didn't know that. So cool. Oh, you just got to study up. Yeah. But it's difficult. It is difficult. We see just about half the people actually fail the first time around. Um, because we designed it to be hard, right? Yeah, you're not supposed to be able to just easily become a quarter certified or there's no point. Right. Yeah. And so they take it again and then they get it and it's all good. But yeah, it's just to reinforce that, look, here's all the things that you should go understand and learn about and not take for granted. 
Yeah, and now I know Flow Framework. I know Doorman. I know Notes. <laughs> I know Floats. Soon there's going to be a song about it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that, that's it. I'll just auto-tunes and stuff. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> okay, well, thank you so much again, Austin. Sounds good. Thanks for having me in, Catherine. I'm here with Ryan Rugg in the studio. Thank you for making time to come in. Thank you for having me. Of course. So you are so busy in the next few weeks. Tell me a little bit about it. We are about to do our first insurance roadshow in APAC. Uh, two and a half weeks, 35 plus meetings, two speaking engagements, meetups. It's very oh exciting. Gosh. And looking forward to sharing um, what's going on in insurance with the market. Yeah, seriously. So um, there's a lot of buzz around insurance right now, specifically, especially in the company. For anyone who doesn't know, Ryan Rugg, you're an R3 employee, badass insurance person, (laughs) blockchain insurance. I know. It's so funny. Whenever I I had Mike Kernan here and I was complimenting him left and right, and he did not like it, I don't think. No, it's hard hearing it. You're like, You're like, what? You're a badass. Just own it. So let's start off with talking a little bit about court app trials, because I personally am a little confused about them. I would love to hear from you kind of what they are and what they're all about. Great. Um, So court app trials started um, about two quarters ago based on the network participants demand. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, in the market, we thought people were ready for production apps, ready to deploy, Um, But we found that there was still a need for education. A lot of people in the market still didn't fully understand the technology from a business and technical side. So we had a lot of demand and people asking, could we do, you know, trials? Um, And that came up. We did our first last quarter, which was KYC. And Mm -hmm. right now we're doing uh, quarter insure, which, you know, is basically for the business folks we do Lessonly, which is Lessonly is R3's online learning suite, you know, what is consensus, what is a notary, Mm -hmm. very basic stuff. There is tests at the end of each one, but by no means do people have to take (laughs) them. It was, you know, making sure that the workforce was doing it. And then we also do a technical deep dive Mm -hmm. um, and quarter certification. So it's really low resource demand. We ask someone, each entity to have between, you know, one and two people on it, a business folk and a technical folk Mm -hmm. to really explain and get deep in the weeds on what blockchain is. Yeah, those are really helpful, especially, I mean, I've kind of browsed through them and I'm like, I should take advantage of this because there are so many great resources that we have for just learning more about this stuff. Yeah, and it's only six weeks Uh because, you know, a lot of the innovation groups within insurers were having issues even when they developed a great application, passing it back to the business side, the business folks didn't have the expertise or know how to actually operate it. So instead of them developing their own, we decided that we would actually develop a training suite called Court App Trials um, and help them connect with their peers on a live Court Network. Yeah, very cool. So you mentioned Court Insure. What is that? So Corda Insure demonstrates how blockchain works within insurance solutions on Corda. Mm-hmm. So we bring together a broker, an insurer, a reinsurer, and a trustee to reach consensus on an insurance policy. Um, and until consensus is reached, it's not you know put onto the ledger. Um, in the event, in this case, it's a PCS is an oracle which triggers an event that pays out the um, the premium and collateral when the actual you know catastrophe in this incident happens. Mm -hmm. It's important because we're bringing 
you know, we thought we were going to have five entities. That was kind of what we, our goal was to, that was the demand. It ends up, we have over 15 global entities now. What? I know. 15 <laughs> global entities, two different time zones participating in this trial. Cool. We actually had to cut off. Um, people Great from, problem to have. From people participating. Because <laughs> it just shows the demand in the market. People yeah. really want to learn and understand this. And they want to put their security team as well as their compliance and procurement. What does it actually mean to stand up a node mm-hmm. on, a, on a blockchain network? What security measures are there? What compliance? Like, you know, is my tech team ready? Do they understand deploying to the cloud or on-prem? Like, how does that yeah. actually work? As well as the business folks. Like, you know, so this was, you know, it's less important what the actual use case is. In this case, it is property and casualty. But it's more about mm-hmm. bringing disparate parties, brokers, insurers, reinsurers, banks, trustees, together on a live network um, to do this. It is a pilot. It is not yeah. a production app. It was never meant to be a production app. We built it with our partners at Cognizant, who were great. Um, They did this in six weeks, really, you know, stepped up. Um, If people are interested at the end of the six-week trial, that they could see the applicability internally, that this could actually have major cost savings, that they can take it to the next step and and to build out an MVP and go to production by year-end. Yeah, so how do you anticipate the market moving from this trial to uh, a true MVP? Yeah, great question. So... They could work with Cognizant um, in regards to kind of building out the functionality on this and like, a, you know, in mm-hmm. a workshop and taking it because now that they've reached, been on a live quarter network with their peers, being able to reach consensus on a policy, uh, add functionality there. In addition, we have several partners that have MVPs already out there. So mm-hmm. chain that, technical accounting, a facility solution. Um, in addition, B3I will be live at year end, um, as well as Risk Block, which is doing first notice of loss and wow. uh, proof of insurance. So that's also a gateway into kind of like, all right, we tested it. We understand it now from a business and a technical side. We're ready to mm-hmm. deploy live apps. You know, work with a partner building one that works for you. Mm-hmm. And we have a huge partner network that we can introduce you to. Or one of the um, participants that already have MVPs out there, start testing those. Yeah, one of the big things that we've gotten at Corticon specifically, we were talking to people about um, why Corda, why R3, and it's a lot about that partner network. And kind of there's so many resources for you once you kind of join in and get involved, get the Corda flu. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. And we're putting together a playbook, which will go through all the partners that we work with in insurance and oh, what great. their expertise is. And, you know, is it mm-hmm. build, security, um, B&O, which is business ever operator, mm-hmm. um, development, and so forth. This That's way awesome. to help enable the market to kind of get a grasp on based on region, based on industry, what they're working on. Yeah, I feel like this is such a big, obviously insurance is so massive and so important. That's why it's like the blockchain insurance and blockchain has been so big. So what are your thoughts on where the next Cordap trial idea will come from? Yeah, so based on, you know, we had to cut off Corda Insure because, it, you know, it reached the kind of the max number of people we wanted to test it with to have the best benefit because there's weekly meetings and, mm-hmm. you know, you go through architect, you know, kind of workshops on what the actual flows are and how it works as well as education. So we wanted to make it most beneficial, so we cut it off. So yeah. we're going to do, I think we're going to kick off Corda Insure Part 2, February 15th. So oh, for those wow. entities that want that were unable to join the first time around, we'll have the ability to join. Oh, great. Um, and it really, you know, potentially build out kind of the functionality on it also based on some of the requirements that people are already giving us. So really excited to kind of do That's part two awesome. of this. 
Um, and then on the roadmap, we're going to expand past just, you know, kind of policy placement into trade credit insurance, um, mm-hmm. identity work that we're doing in, with some of the banks we're going to bring into the insurance. So really exciting. There'll be a full-packed calendar of court app trials coming up soon. Yeah, you're so busy. Um, and that's great also just to talk about in um, APAC. You're going all over the place in Asia. I looked at your, like, all the places you were going. I know you kind of touched on this before, but I was like, when is she going to sleep? Yes, we're going to be <laughs> in South Korea, Japan, Hong Kong, Taipei, uh, Mumbai, Bangalore, and I'm probably forgetting somewhere in there. Send me a picture from every place you go. <laughs> I definitely will, but it's exciting. I mean, that, that region is really interested in, you know, what's going on within the blockchain space, especially within insurance. Yeah. So it's well overdue. Excited to meet everyone, showcase what we're doing, showcase some of the apps. You know, we do have live apps in insurance, which is exciting. You yeah. know, InsureWave went live last April on Corda with mm-hmm. Maersk having the 800 chips and the applicability is this is just kind of the tipping point, you know, now that For people sure. are really beginning to understand and go through these education programs, it's helping them get into production faster. Yeah, for sure. So what is Arthur's vision and plans for insurance? Great question. So this year was really laying the groundwork, you yeah. know, doing these court app trials, educating people, court certification, working with our partners to build different court apps out. Um, you know, we expect another three to five apps go live this year, which That's I think lot. next year we're going to see people doing deep dives on the technology as well as economic feasibility studies. What are the true, you know, cost savings by, you know, blockchain? You mm-hmm. know, we've talked a lot about it. You know, expense ratios are stubbornly high within insurance, anywhere from 25 to 35 percent. How yeah. much of that expense ratio is actually cut down? And running like pilot programs where, you know, if we did it this way, it cost X million dollars with DLT Corda, it cost Y. Mm-hmm. And really showing those. And, you know, we're working with several of our partners on papers on that now. So I think mm-hmm. that's what's going to be really impactful in the industry, Yeah, taking it out of the lab, out of the idea into actual production and be able to show that. Yeah. So uh, what would be the one thing you would want your listeners to take away from this conversation? That, you know, it's real. You know, I think that it's been slideware for so long and people have been, you know, if you look at the Gartner hype cycle, we're definitely off the peak. Mm -hmm. Um, That if you actually want to see real demos, please, or, you know, come. We have multiple. If you need education, we also have been around, you know, three plus years doing this. We have a ton of research papers. We have a ton of court app trials, a lot of ways to help you guys get up to speed. And, you know, our team here is more than willing to always hop on the phone and kind of work with people on that. Yeah. And you recently had that blog post on Medium um, that we have linked from the R3 website so people can learn from that. And that talks a little bit about your APAC trip. Um, But I have another question. So what's it like being a working mom just in general? This doesn't really have to do with blockchain, (laughs) but uh, you, you have two kids beautiful kids who I got to hold one one of your babies who loved you so cute so what's it like kind of balancing this out it's really important to me to be a role model especially mm-hmm. since I have two girls yeah to show that you can do anything mm-hmm. if you put your mind to it and if you work hard and intelligent and you know that you can achieve a great great deal of things so it's important to me I actually think work makes me a better mom because mm-hmm. you know it's I'm inspired because I work hard to give them a better life. Yeah. So I really love that balance for me personally. And, like, R3 has been absolutely wonderful about that in the sense that, yes, am I going on a two-and-a-half, three-week journey to APAC? Um, 
But in the same side, it's like, you know, if there's things that come up that are family, like family first. And it's always, sure. and, it's, and I think that's an important message to know that you can do both, but you can also, like, family is a priority. So for me, it's been a wonderful experience. Um, yeah. You know, I do have a baby at home, and I have a wonderful support network. I, I couldn't do it without, you know, my family and my husband. You know, that's another important thing. You, you have to have a life partner that understands and supports you. And yeah. he's, he's been wonderful for that. Amazing. Nice plug for the husband. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much for coming in the studio. Uh, I'm going to say it one more time because I like how uncomfortable it makes you. You're a badass woman at R3, and I really appreciate you taking the time and your busy schedule to uh, come in and talk to me. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it, Catherine. Thank you for listening to this episode of Life in the Fast Chain. I'm so happy we were able to grab Ryan for this episode because of how hard she's been working in insurance here at R3. If you're working in insurance and you're interested in blockchain, uh, I highly recommend you reach out to her because she knows what she's doing. As always, be sure to like, share, retweet, LinkedIn, repost, subscribe, the whole nine yards so we can get more people living life in the fast chain. I just DM'd Carly Kloss on Instagram, so fingers crossed she answers me because of Coding with Klossy, her coding club for girls, and if we can get her on the podcast, that would be amazing. I don't know. Who am I kidding? All right. Have a good day.